Hello and welcome back to another episode of Quick Bits, where we talk about uh, just news stories that are going on in this country and around the world, and how we can look into God's Word that can help us uh, navigate through these uh, difficult times, it seems like, and just to help us see the light. Well, this is episode 20, and the title I have for today is Trials and Tribulations. Figure that would be a good uh, starting point to, uh, because of this, you know, I guess the things that are going on uh, around the world, uh, in this country especially. That's what's kind of important because of where we live. Um, so basically, to start off, I'm not really going to read uh, any news articles per se, maybe look at maybe a few, but I have just kind of just browsing through what I see today and kind of what's been going on this week and which everybody kind of knows if you pay attention to, to the news a little bit is the January 6th hearings. There's just like a bunch of articles. Man, there's like a ton of them that that are going on with just different people, different things that are happening, what they're looking for, um, different people who they are, you know, talking to, um, uh, bringing to, to court to get in their side, what they were doing, why they were doing it, uh, trials, convictions, uh, that sort of thing. <coughs> So I guess I can look at a couple of the head headlines here. Let's let's look at. Uh, I'm just gonna read these headlines. Um, this is from the Washington Post. Um, what does it say? Uh, Washington Post does not like it. Pro-Trump lawyer sought pardon after pushing plan to overturn election. And just they're just talking to these people, trying to figure out why they were doing that. Um, and routers, routers, however you say it. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is fun. Um, Trump pressed, pressed, threatened Pence to overturn election panel. See, that basically that's what they're all trying to do. They're trying to figure out the role Trump played in the insurrection on January 6th, is what they're calling it. Uh, <coughs> what part he played, and then um, how they can convict him, basically to keep him from running. So that's the whole that's, that's the whole point. Um, I mean, there's man, there's a lot of a lot of things going on. There is a on CNN, a, a New Mexico County official convicted of January 6th trespassing. Uh, he's also refusing to what does it say here? Um, refuse to certify the 2022 primary results based on debunked cons- conspiracy. So this guy is being convicted. I mean, my stars. They're just like they're going after everybody who is against their narrative. It seems like everybody is on trial, I guess you could say. <clears throat> if you do not, uh, forgive me in my throat, I apologize. Um, I guess it seems like if you do not agree with their standards, they're going to put you on trial and to accuse you of whatever it is they want to accuse you of. It just seems like they can twist the words around however they want to, take somebody has done nothing wrong, and you showed up there, just showed up. And somehow they can twist it, where you've done something illegal or done something wrong when you had when you didn't do anything, because some of those people didn't do anything. Um, but the whole point of all this is trials and how if you go against basically anybody, it seems like you're put on trial, and then they um, do everything they can to destroy you, and then you go through hard times, tribulation like times, um, because you disagree. It just seems to me this is just in a personal opinion. It just seems like they're they're done, and they just want to take control over the country. It's going to be their way, and if you don't go along with their way, 
well, then here comes you're going to be put on trial, persecuted, and then there comes to the tribulation after that, the just whatever it is they see fit for your life after that. kind of seems like Christ, you know, when um, he was going against their narrative, they put him on trial and persecuted him and then hung him on a cross. So that goes to show. So I just want to start off with some some with trials here, the first part of this. And I have some examples here, some scripture here. So we're going to kind of go over it a little bit. Um, there is a lot here, so I'm not going to go over um, every um, every piece of scripture because there's like there's trials over everything, afflictions and from, you know, you got stuff from from God and from uh, the world the er, uh, here on earth and what's going on here. Just all kinds of different afflictions and trials that we must that we go through on, on, on a daily basis. What God is trying to teach us and, and to show us, you know. So let's look at the first one here. It is in Exodus 3, 7. Um, so, <clears throat> and the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of, of their trans uh, of their task masters for I know their sorrows so he, he knows what we are going through right now during these hard times especially with uh, the way the economy is going um, you know everybody know the fuel prices are up I know everybody's starting to feel that food prices are, are skyrocketing um, they just raised interest rates uh, yesterday or today so we're all experiencing some c- kind of stuff here and Basically, the Lord knows that, and he hears our cries, and he knows what's going on. Uh, So he he hears our cries. Um, Let's see. Let's look at the next one, Job 14.1. We all know what Job went through. He went through some some terrible stuff there himself. Man, losing his uh, kids, everything that he had. Um. And then all the, uh, uh, the just what the sores all over his body, and then his friends coming to him and, and telling him, telling him a bunch of just evil and wicked stuff. So here we go. Uh, let's see, Job uh, fourteen one, man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Of course, it seems like <laughs> we can't seem to stay out of trouble at times. Um, but God is there to help us through these things if we would pay attention and if we would listen to him. That's the important part, listening. A lot of times we just want to talk and don't want to listen. Um, Psalms 119.50. Let's see if we can't find Psalms. Psalms. I keep passing it, don't I? Oh, not far enough back. I went too far forward. Psalms, where are you? I'm almost there. I'm real close. Let's see. What am I looking for? Psalms 119.50. All right. Here we go. Uh, this is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. And that's something that I read here recently that, you know, Christ said when he was being tempted that we are not, we do not live uh, on bread alone, but every word of God. That's where our life comes from. That's what he's saying. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. It gives us life. It gives us hope. It lets us know that he's, he even says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Uh, let's. Oh, and then let's go to 119, 143. What does that one say? 143. Trouble and anguish have taken hold on me, yet thy commandments are my delights. See, we have things to follow. 
that God has set before his commandments, his statutes, and if we could listen to his word, take heed to his word and listen, he could he would give us peace, he'd give us joy, all these things. Um, let's look at Isaiah sixty three nine. Isaiah sixty three nine. See how fast I can find that. Ooh, I'm so close. 63.9 says, In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them, and he bare them and carried them all the days of old. He was with them when they were going through their um, their their trials and the tribulations that they were having hard times. Israel was. He was with them in love, he said. Man, how many... Okay, here's a question. How how many times can you say that when you're going through your trials and your tribulations and hard times that you had people there for you in love and not there to see you fall? You know, or they're just there just because, but they were there in love. How many, you know, how many people you can say that was actually there for you for that? Um, let's moving forward in the New Testament. Romans... 818. Let's see how quick I can find that. It's like a challenge for me to see how quick, you know, how well you know your Bible and where you know where these uh, these books are at. Um, if you've been in it a while, you should get there fairly quick, I say, I say. What are we looking for? Oh, 818. Chapter 8. 18 says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Wow, that's amazing. Um, where else am I going to go to? Um, 2 Corinthians 4 8. Just a few books over. 4 8 says, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. <clears throat> it's because we have, if you are a child of God, he is there with you. No matter what you're going through, what kind of a day you're having at work or just at home life, regular life, God is God is there if, if we turn to him and turn to his words. Most of the time we're too busy fretting and freaking out. And we for the most important thing we forget is to turn to him and turn to his word. His word is is so pure. It's it's healing for the soul, for the heart, and and it will, if you truly follow and listen, will give you peace. So these are just you know kind of examples here that can help us through these trials that we're that we're going through. I mean the things that we are seeing around us each and every day, and it's going to get as we move forward. It's going to get harder and, and harder as things progress. Um, but we do have that hope and glory in the end if you've chosen Christ as your personal Savior. Now I want to look at the tribulation side of the trials. So we got to go back to Deuteronomy 4.30. Deuteronomy 4.30. I think sometimes that's always a good thing. Sometimes you must go back, look at the ba- look at history, look at the past, before you can move forward to see those mistakes, see those examples, so you can use those to help you to move forward and to do better. So we're looking at Deuteronomy 4.30. Oh, wow, I'm looking at 3. No wonder why I was like, man, where is the 30? Okay. Deuteronomy 4.30 says, When thou art in tribulation, 
And all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God, and shalt be obedient unto his voice. There it is. Bingo. Nailed it. I didn't, but he did. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, uh, that's moving on. That's now we're going. Now we're going to go to the New Testament in Matthew twenty four twenty one. Matthew twenty four twenty one. Where thou beest, Matthew twenty one or twenty four twenty one, twenty four twenty one, and this is Jesus speaking here. For then shall be great tribulation. Such as were not, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor even shall be. I just imagine, you know, God creating when He first created the earth and all the stuff that was going on. Man, I bet that was amazing to see. I don't know. That's just what kind of popped in my brain when I was reading that. But like, imagine everything just coming out. You know, Him creating, speaking it, and then everything just forming and all the chaos and, and everything that was kind of going on in that moment. But it's pretty amazing and beautiful to watch. That was just a little side note. Um, let's see. Look at John sixteen thirty three. John sixteen thirty three. Here we come. Ooh, that was. I'm almost there. That was quick. I like that. Uh, these things I've. This is Jesus speaking again. These things I have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. See, that's, man, that's so important to have Jesus Christ as your personal Savior because you can overcome these things in the world. No matter what happens, no matter what's going on in this time, what we see around us, we have Christ. Christ overcame the world. He defeated death, defeated Satan when he rose on the third day. And we have him living within us. He overcome the world. So can we. It's as simple as that. If we would take heed to that and recognize that and listen to that. Um, let's look at Acts uh, 14, 22. I feel like I'm calling out numbers or something. Acts uh, 14, 22. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter the kingdom of of in, enter into the kingdom of God, much continue in in faith. He said, exhorting them to continue in faith, that we and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. That faith uh, it's going to be tested and tried, for sure. And I know it's getting tested now as we see things that are seems like things are going a certain direction. And we all we can see it. It's it's pretty plain and clear. And our, and our faith will be tested. See how strong we are in the Lord. Uh, Romans 5.3. Romans 5.3. What does Romans 5.3 say? Um, and, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. It's very true because uh, something Paul had said that he glories in those infirmities. You know, when we're being persecuted for the cause of Christ, that's a good thing. You know, when we put, we're going to be put on trial because we stand for Christ. And we were going to go through these tribulations, these hard times, because we stand for God. We stand for Christ, and, and it, should be, it should be glory. It should be happy. We should be rejoicing. They were singing. 
No, they're in prison. They were singing songs, psalms and, and songs and just glorifying God. I mean, at one point when Peter was captured, he was asleep and they had a, the angel had to kick him to wake him up. He had peace. He was calm. He was comforted because, you know, his Lord was going to take care of him. Um, let's look at First Thessalonians uh, 3, 4. Let's see. Can we find First Thessalonians? Did I go too far? Yes, yes, yes. Just a just a hair first of Thessalonians three, four. Um, it says, For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came come to came to pass, and ye know. So this is reuttering which is what I said before. And then let's go to Revelation two nine. Revelation two nine says, I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. And this is Jesus speaking here. Christ knows, God knows the heart and the intentions of every human being on this planet. He knows who is true to him and who is not, who is um, truly seeking him in faith and who is just uh, uh, abusing what Christ has done. And now let's look at one more, and then we'll be done. 7.14, And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which come out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Be purified. And we can have that with Christ, with Jesus. So we are going to experience trials, especially if you stand up for Christ. It seems like everybody's on trial these days, no matter no matter what you're doing, um, especially, especially if you're trying to do the right thing. You will be tried. You will be persecuted, and then you will have tribulation. So this is the question I... I, I, I um, I pose. I'm going to I'm going to put a dare out there. I'm going to dare you. I'm going to dare you. Double. I'm going to double dog dare you to stand up for Christ. It's to stand up for Jesus. Can you do that? That is where I'm going to leave it at. So, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs>